Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and I am excited to get our new month going. It is Step 9, Intention, and tonight is Introduction Night, and you know what that means. That means anything goes. So let's <laughs> get this party started by bringing on my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm a little weary, but I'm energized by hearing your voice. <laughs> well, good, because we just talked about no yawning on the show, rule number one. So, um, so we're excited to get going and bring on our guest coach for tonight. She has been on the show before, but we are so excited to have her again. She is my amazing accountability partner, and I love her to bunches. So please welcome Debbie Turnis. Yay. Hey, ladies. So nice to be here with you. So good to have you. Yeah. So it's June already. Debbie, I can't hardly believe it. I know. It's crazy. So, Debbie, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience or reintroduce yourself to our audience so they can know uh, what it is that you get to do and who it is you get to serve. Excellent. So my name's Debbie Turnis, and I'm a Master Certified Fearless Living Coach and Mentor. I'm also the co-founder of a global community called Authentic Friendships for Women, um, primarily, I serve uh, women who are having transitional situations in their life, like empty nest syndrome maybe, or changing careers, or losing a job, or just really feeling like they want to start something new and exciting, but don't know which direction to go. Awesome. And I know that you support a lot of uh, women to have a much more amazing life. And you support me, oh, too. Yes. So I love you. <laughs> the feeling is mutual, my friend. Aww. So we are talking step nine intention. So, Debbie, what does intention mean to you? Uh, so for me, intention means about – it means making a – specific choice to go a specific direction or follow, um, you know, some kind of discipline for myself, but really putting my mind super focused on one area. So Mm -hmm. it's like it's on purpose, right? I put attention to it, uh, you know, have my intention towards it. And it also really means for me as well is to have my eyes open for possibilities and opportunities to fulfill that intention as well. Yes. 
Yes, that was the theme last month, possibility. <laughs> it's just interesting, you know, when you put your focus on something, you know, it it changes everything. Because then you have, like, the path, you know, you guys teach the pathways, right? Like the steps, right? The thing mm-hmm. is, is that when you have an intention, if you find yourself, like, drifting off or falling off the side of the road, right? Like, it's your roadway. It's your road map to help you stay in alignment with what your goals are. And so I always find that it's very helpful when I feel like I'm losing my way to really go back to, okay, so what is the the intention for myself today or this month or this year or for this next five-year period? Because what I love about intention mm-hmm. is it can be for any specific amount of time. Yeah. Very true, very true. Uh Terry, what what are what do you think of when you hear intention? Well, I think uh intention in a couple of ways. I see intention as a step towards freedom and intentional living where you're clear on your passion, you're clear on your goals and you are intentional. So that I guess the opposite of being intentional would be just kind of going with the flow, whatever, and, you know, not having a plan. And so I see that step of intention is having a plan that's in alignment with your values, in alignment with uh, where you want to be. Uh, Rhonda puts uh, living this life your soul intended, which is being in alignment with your spirituality. Uh, And then I see the tool of intentions which we teach in Fearless Living, which I find to be extremely helpful in living intentionally. So like Debbie was saying, you can have, I have an overarching intention that when I make any decision, I I really focus on and ask myself if that decision is in alignment with that overall intention I have for my life, which will last the rest of my life. And then I have intentions in different areas in my life. So I have an intention around my health that I that I have memorized. I have an intention around my career. I have an intention around my family relationships. And those intentions, I practice specific steps, uh, make decisions based upon that intention. But that those intentions help me to be an intentional, you know, live my life intentionally. But I see those as two different ways that that uh, word intention uh, fits into my life and into my plan. So the thing I like about the tool of writing intentions and putting pencil to paper and writing those intentions and then having goals uh, underneath those intentions and working towards that, like in my, on my health intention, I have five goals. And so I make my decisions about my intention to have abundant energy by living these five goals. And so I decide when I go to bed at night, you know, how often I exercise, the food that I eat, um, you know, those kinds of things that support that intention. But what I love about our tool of intention is that we specifically write it that today I am willing to practice. And that word practice to me is the key to keeping me on track because I'm a recovering perfectionist. There was no practicing <laughs> right or wrong. 
you do it the right way or you do it the wrong way. You do it or you don't do it. And that was what continually kept me beating myself up because that's an impossible myth in life that you can be perfect. There's no such thing. So the word practice changed my whole mindset, changed my perspective, changed the way I treated myself, the way I treated others with compassion and with understanding and with that mindset that we're practicing doing those things that we have determined will help us to be intentional with our in our life. So that overarching intention I have uh, of being a disciple of Christ and treating others as he might treat them and really looking at his characteristics and that's the way I want to be. I want to take up space that way. I want to show up that way. That's my overarching intention that then affects my, my uh, you know, whether it's a monthly, a yearly, a weekly, a daily intention where I'm willing to practice specific uh, tool, you know, that specific tool with goals in mind that help me make that decision. So that I see intention in, two, in those two ways. That was a lot. I love that you mm-hmm. brought up the whole thing about practice. Because it does take the pressure off, and mm-hmm. it gives us that space and the grace to be able to grow at our own pace to eliminate, like, the comparing part. And if we get a little off track, we get to get back on <clears throat> without beating ourselves up. Yeah. Like, I love that part of it. Yeah, I do, too. Permission yeah. should true. not be perfect. Yeah. It, I think it's it's really unique to, uh, well, first of all, I think it's unique in Fearless Living that we write those intentions down and that we have the mm-hmm. criteria that they're in the present, they're active, they're motivational, they can empower us. You know, we follow those criteria and we craft those intentions very carefully and thoughtfully so that they support us. And so in our programs, when we're helping our um our clients develop those intentions for the duration of the program. We they work really very. Um, I was going to say intentionally. But they work very you know, hard, <laughs> uh, careful. They work very carefully on the wording because words have power, and mm-hmm. how they can craft that intention so they can memorize it, and so it has a broad effect. And then they can write the goals that are more specific under the intention that will support that. And I think that that's really unique to Fearless Living, uh, the way that we we teach our clients to do that, to empower them to move mm-hmm. forward. And reach their- yeah. I had a client say to me one time, she's like, those intentions, they're like magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. Yeah. And I love yeah. that you're like, like they're very well crafted and well thought out and always stated in the positive, which mm-hmm. again, like helps you reset your mindset, remind you that everything, you know, everything in the world is for you, right? It just keeps mm-hmm. you going on that path as well. Yeah, I think intentions, we teach intentions as the, opposite of expectations and I think that whole uh, mindset of learning about expectations becoming aware of your expectations and then be willing to switch those expectations into the language of intention can change your life instantly 
Mm-hmm. And I, for me, that was, it was like, oh, man, hit me beside of the head with a brick. It just was like, oh, this is what I've been looking for, to, to have compassion for myself and to get out of yeah. just beating myself up perfectionist, you know, landscape that I had lived in for 50-plus years, you know. And yeah. uh, so I, I just have, a, I have so much um, emotion and, and belief and trust in this power of intentions uh, in order to live an intentional life. Because I think there's a difference between the two. The intentions yes. are the tool. The result is that you in, you're intentionally walking through life with compassion. You're being honest with yourself and you're being responsible for the decisions that you make. And that's, uh, to me, that's an intentional living with the intention, the tool of intentions and being willing to practice really support that uh, mindset. Like you said, of positive, being positive and moving forward and empowering yourself with uh, reaching those goals that keep you moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah, Kelly, what do you think? I, I can take over yeah. and start talking about intention. <laughs> Sorry. I can I do the whole show. I remember I was still here. <laughs> you, you ladies were going to town. Go for it, girl. Go for it. <laughs> when I think of intentions, I think about being mindful. And mm-hmm. uh, Debbie said doing things on purpose, um, where we're being really – mindful of the choices that we're making and what is in front of us and what our choices are and what we want and getting really clear on what our needs are and if they're being met and how they can be met and taking intentional action. I think that that is what the, the tool of intentions is all about. It's being, it's taking intentional action. And that, mm-hmm. that does look like practice. Um, we don't expect ourselves to be able to do it all at once or the first time we try. Um, we allow ourselves to be beginners, and um, we practice those things that we want to be more mindful about, those choices we want to be more mindful about. And so for me, my overarching intention is to trust myself more because the more I trust myself, the more in freedom I am, and then that affects every aspect of my life. Um, yeah. And so how can I be more mindful in my choices to trust myself? And I practice that every day. So, you know, whatever it is that you're practicing, if you're practicing wanting to give yourself more compassion or you're wanting to practice, um, you know, seeing your grace or giving yourself grace or, um, you know, being uh, more present in the moment, um, whatever it is that you're wanting to practice, being mindful of that all during the day. And there's different ways that we support you with doing that. Um, first, writing your intention down and putting it up all over the place so that you're constantly being reminded that that is what you're practicing. But then there are other ways that I do it. I wear a lot of shirts that have, like, um, up, uplifting or um, encouraging statements, uh, which support me. Um, like today, my shirt says, be a bucket filler. <laughs> um, I, um, my jewelry, 
Uh, I have two necklaces. Well, one of my necklaces and a ring um, remind me to trust myself and to shine. Um, and I have things all over my wall that remind me of who I am and what it is that I'm doing and what's important to me. So I constantly reminding myself, what is it that, um, who am I and what is it that I'm doing out in the world? And I think that that helps me to be intentional. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's great. Um, we usually talk about tools, and we've talked about the tool of intention. Is there another tool that either of you use to support your clients with the step of intention? I think part of, you know, explaining it, because I think sometimes people get confused with intention statements versus um, like affirmations, right? They're a little bit, they're different. They serve different purposes. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, like just reminding my clients that it's about practice and it's about giving yourself permission. It's about giving yourself grace and allowing humanity and and then not just applying that to themselves, but to make it like stretch out even further, right? To allow those things mm-hmm. for other people as well. And I know that mm-hmm. requires like probably is a different, you know, you know, having a willingness to practice, you know, kindness towards others, whatever that might look for someone or look like for someone or allowing patience or simply just allowing allowing people to express themselves, right, or to be whoever they are. I think sometimes mm-hmm. intentions that are broad like that um, help my clients when they're having, like, difficult family issues, right, or maybe, like, workplace issues. Mm-hmm. And I know Terry mentioned, like, expectations, but really examining, like, what is it that you wanted to be different? And then how can we take that and frame it in a way that's an intention that you can practice something to re- like to relieve mm-hmm. yourself of that expectation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think another tool that, that I, I believe helps me uh, with my intention. And I know we have a lot of clients that will agree is doing gratitude and acknowledgement. And that's another yeah. tool that, that kind of assists. I don't care what the step is. It, it assists you in being aware. So being aware of the things outside of yourself that you're truly grateful for, which is an anecdote to being a complainer, and yeah. changing your mindset to see and giving yourself permission to recognize uh, the good things that happen in your life, you know, and focus on those and seeing the gratitude in the moment. And then acknowledgement where you're willing to practice, which seems to be more difficult for people, practice Mm -hmm. what you, you know, what do you do? What are the steps do you take? What do you do to get out of your comfort zone? How, you know, and then acknowledge yourself by writing that down as well as the things that you're grateful for. And I think, so I think gratitude and acknowledgments are another tool that can really assist with, assist with intention. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, you also talk about... Go ahead, Debbie. I was just thinking, as, as Terry was talking, you know, there's also, I mean, for me, there's always been the 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 tools of like surrender and trust and that to me really comes into play with intention as well like trusting the process surrendering like the control and the expectations and those other elements that can get in the way of getting things done and keeping you on your path mm-hmm. so sometimes yeah, we have to trust- surrender our our beliefs right or the way we think something mm-hmm. should be <clears throat> excuse me or the way people should behave yeah, yeah. Trust is next month, and uh, surrender was a couple months ago. So yeah, I think other steps that come into play are awareness, willingness, and connection. I think you know the more you are aware um, and you're willing to take action and you really connect with yourself and what it is that you need and you want uh, and what you want to practice, that's going to really support you to step into intention. Um, you know, I mean, all of the steps play well with each other, and um, one can lead to, to any of them. Uh, you can find how all of them support each other. Um, but I think that those really stand out for me. Um, but definitely acknowledgement, when you're practicing an intention, acknowledging every choice that you make, while practicing that intention is going to strengthen your confidence and your ability to practice that intention. So acknowledge, 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 acknowledge yourself for all those ways that you are practicing that intention. Each time that you, um, you know, take a step to do a goal um, or, Achieve some milestone. Acknowledge, acknowledge, acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Show up. Mm-hmm. So um, we talked. We talked about a few of our fearless living tools that we love. Last week we did a review of the first eight steps, and we talked about three of the most common tools that we give out on Fearless Generations, and those are the three tools that we have talked about tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Acknowledgement, gratitudes, and intentions. (laughs) So I think that's interesting. They really do play into everything. They are the foundational tools um, that um, we can be doing every single day to continue to build that um, muscle up uh, to uh, combat our fear um, and to take control and move forward and live the life that we want to live, um, regardless of what our fear is telling us. And um, it's just, it's really, it's really awesome to support someone in writing an intention or see someone develop a habit of writing acknowledgments and gratitudes and see the changes that take place in their lives um, because they're huge and their Mm. confidence always grows. Yeah, for sure. So, well, we are getting um, low on time. 
So, uh, Debbie, is there one thing that you definitely want our listeners to walk away with tonight? Uh, I would say practice, practice, practice your intentions, Mm -hmm. giving yourself grace, giving yourself and others permission. That is what I would want people to walk away with. Awesome. Harry, what's one thing you would want our listeners to walk away with tonight? Yeah, I think practice as well. That just means so much to me. It changed me so much just to use that one word. But also to know that the tool of intentions, writing intentions, goals, uh, assists you then in living an intentional life where you you understand you understand what your goals are you you know you have um a plan you're not just i don't know sometimes we say go with the flow but you you actually have a plan and that plan is to be practiced and that's mm-hmm. what makes the difference in beating yourself up and learning as you you know as you implement your plan so where you're making decisions based upon intentions, you're aware and willing to practice, and you're 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 monitoring your your mindset, and so you're in the positive, you're present, you're building that uh, whole uh, momentum that that brings you that empowers you mm-hmm. to live the life you want. Yeah, so I. I there's just so much to it. Sorry, I, I talked longer than you probably wanted me to. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, I love how you brought this up before, and I wanted to say something to it, but you guys were you were on your roll. But um, going with the flow can be an intentional an, an intentional act, and mm-hmm. um, it 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 all comes down to your choice and your motivation behind that choice because everything can be done in fear and freedom. So going with the flow can definitely be something that you're doing in freedom. It can also be something you're doing in fear. So mm-hmm. just yeah. be mindful of, of the motivation behind the choice. Are you avoiding oh. and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, putting on the blinders and, floating down the river or are you intentionally taking a break, a break to sit back, relax and observe. So just wanted to say that. Um, but you ladies definitely uh, covered um, what I would say um, to that. I would want our listeners to get from tonight. I want to give Debbie um, the chance to share anything that she has going on or ways that uh, the audience can reach out and get a hold of her. Okay. Yes, well, I have a website, debbieturnus.com. I'm also on Facebook. Um, something super exciting with our Authentic Friendships group. We've got a retreat coming up in September. So if you have any questions about that, you can visit authenticfriendships.com or you can reach out to me directly. I'll be there. I know I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Yes, Carrie and I will both be there. So if you are a lady and you're looking for better friends, get on Authentic Friendship. Come to the retreat. You'll get to meet us and Debbie and a lot of other amazing women. So Yes, 
definitely go check that out. All right. Well, thank you, Debbie, so much for being on the show with us tonight. We have truly appreciated you and your time and your wisdom that you are shared. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me. We appreciate you. All right. Well, we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and the founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org. You can always find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, and you can find out about upcoming workshops, our class, Bridging Fear to Freedom, um, or our 12-month group program, Stepping Towards Freedom. I almost forgot what it was called for a second. Stepping Towards Freedom, where we actually go over these 12 steps one month at a time and go a whole lot deeper. So if you've been listening to Fearless Generation, do you think, I would love to spend more time with Kelly and Terry and go deeper into these steps and tools, then we have that for you. So give me, uh, reach out to me through social media or um, on the website, and I would love to talk more, um, talk more about that with you. So, everyone, we appreciate you coming out tonight and continuing to keep coming out every Monday at 9 Pacific. And we look forward to seeing you next week as we continue our discussion on Step 9, Intention. So, until then, everybody, be fearless. Good night. Be fearless. Thank you, David. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.